The following show will contain spoilers, but trust us, you'll want to hear about it anyway. Christ! We're not hunting him! He's hunting us! Welcome to Subversive Cinema. I have known you since you were a kid, Ricky. Ever since you were seven and eight years old, you've shown superhuman strength. Disrespectful conduct, flippant and tasteless verbal remarks. No, no, I'm afraid that they wouldn't approve of that at all. Hello and welcome back to the show. We are here, Subversive Cinema, to look at the weird, wacky, and downright wrong entries in cinema's history. And we do that by looking at the story, the characters, let me say that, we look, <clears throat> and we do that by looking at the characters, the story, and the what the fuck factor to decide how subversive is this movie? Is it got that sweet, spicy tang, or is it a dud? And I am your host, as always, Art, here to be your Sherpa to the strange, purveyor of the peculiar, and wrangler of the weird. And today is uh, one of those rare occasions where we're actually talking about a film many people have heard of, and it has won awards, such as the Palme d'Or. We are talking about 2021's Titan. So I want to go ahead and give a disclaimer. This movie's French. I don't speak French, so I'm probably going to butcher all the pronunciations. So to any French listeners or people who are French savvy, I apologize. Try not to throw too much hate my way. So, as I said, Titan, and to talk about it, is returning guest and no stranger to weird shit that I put him through. Al, how are you? Hello, Art. Good to be back on Subversive. Oh, yes, yes. This is one of the few times, as I said, we're actually going to talk about a movie that is, I'd say, relatively mainstream. It is an award winner. But at the same time, it's so fucking European that I don't really want to call it full out mainstream because this movie is pretty fucking weird uh <laughs> it's it's delightful uh so absolutely i agree with that 100 before we get into that let me ask you so you'd heard of this movie before i have heard about the movie yes i, I kind of keep my pulse on everything on the award circuit uh film festivals in, in particular um so yes uh i knew that this one was a palm d'or uh winner so um yeah uh, typically a lot of your films aren't um pondo or winners so uh right am i, am I mistaken in assuming that uh or, or or have had one best picture in in, in many of the awards uh so uh yeah this is kind of uh i thought it was it would be kind of cool to talk about an award-winning film that is still subversive at the same time yeah i mean there's there the list is uh it's not long but mighty of some of the movies that i talk about that have been looked at favorably by awards folks uh got some more coming later this season but we're talking about this one now so titan let's talk about it by the way that's french for titanium for the uninitiated out there so it's a story about loneliness unconditional love objectophilia and titanium to run through real quick this is a film directed by julie ducornau <laughs> This is a film directed by Julie, directed by Julia Ducournau. She is most recently known for the cannibal flick Raw, which was a lot of fun, as well as uh, doing some directing on Apple TV's Servant, the series. And this film stars Vincent Linden and Agatha Rousselet. 
Well, I've told you again, apologize. I'm apologizing. But Agatha, she is relative newcomer on the scene. I believe this is her first feature film. And Vincent is uh, no stranger to cinema. He's been around since the 80s. So, and they both really, really hit this film hard. They do fantastic performances. But we're not going to talk about that just yet. We're going to start by looking at characters, right? So let's let's talk a little bit about characters. What characters stood out to you and why? Well, you named the two characters that stood out, uh, Artie. Um, Agatha and Vincent, um, you know, there, there's enough weird, wacky, and wild between the two of them that um, other characters in the film pale in comparison. So these two characters, the, the protagonists, if you will, or antagonists, if you think about it, <laughs> in a way, um, are definitely stand out. I mean... Um, I mean, we could go through the reasons why, but but yes, they, they definitely stand out. Well, I'm going to go with, uh, and I don't even know what his name is, but he is the creepy fan who asks her for a selfie and then <laughs> chases her to the parking lot and talks about how he thinks he's in love with her and just puts himself through the window to make out with her, only to be mm -hmm. met with the business end of a metal hairpin right through the <laughs> ear. And that is how we learn that Alexia, the character Agatha plays, is a fucking serial killer. So surprise. Yes, yes. So I want to go also mention, this is one of the few movies where I'm going into it completely sight unseen. I had heard of the title. That's it. I not only had never seen this, but I also had no idea what the story was. No clue where it was going to go. And the the, def, the the description on IMDb gives you just even the slightest hint of it by saying, following a series of unexplained crimes, a father is reunited with the son who has been missing for 10 years. Yeah, this movie goes all over the fucking place. So, uh, first of all, did not expect her to be a serial killer. I don't know about you, but because, uh, again, I knew nothing about this movie. So that was a big surprise for me. Yeah, that was a big uh, WTF moment um, for me, for for sure. Um, because if you read that synopsis, yeah, I mean, you're wondering about the the son that's been missing when you when you get to the start of the film and you're at some crazy car show with naked chicks dancing, and uh, you're wondering when when do, when do we see this missing son? So yeah, initially, uh, that that's a big surprise. Yeah, exactly. So. As Al was saying, we have this car show. And that actually brings me to my second character that I want to bring up. The, uh, the fucking Cadillac <laughs> that happens to be her uh, dancing platform and dance partner, I guess you could say, in this film. Right. And uh, they get very well acquainted pretty early on in the movie in uh, what is arguably the first what-the-fuck moment. But we <laughs> will get on to that in a little bit. So, yeah, kudos to the caddy. For uh, for laying some drive shaft, I guess I don't know. <laughs> this film, even though it has a, a decent sized cast, it really does only highlight a small handful of people. So it is kind of hard to really go through and pick out. But uh, the folks who who right. do stand out, they really do stand out. <laughs> and I'd almost venture to say that uh, that uh, Alexia playing Adrian the son is almost another character in and of itself that could warrant some attention. That's true. So. I didn't even think of it that way. Yeah. Okay. You know what? Fuck it. Let's just move to the story. And let's, let's, let's determine. So did this story make sense to you, Al? Um, you know, I, <laughs> I, I guess in a weird and wacky way it did. Um, you had mentioned the, the, the Cadillac uh, that Alexia 
seemingly had sex with. Mm-hmm. Uh, and somehow, um, if we can, if it's okay, if I jump ahead, becomes pregnant from said Cadillac. Yeah. Well, yeah, that, absolutely. Is that, is that the uh, fair to assume? Um, oh, it's, it's so, absolutely 100% true. Yeah. So, <laughs> and, and the, the, the titanium, uh, plate in her head, uh, obviously, yeah, the accident caused severe, uh, brain trauma, which of course resulted in her, uh, being uh, a serial killer and, and you know, obviously there's a mental issues going on. So that explains that. So everything as far as uh, in some ways, yes, it made sense, but other, in other ways, it's just so fucking out there that uh, <laughs> it doesn't make sense at the same time. Right. It, it does border on some, at some points being allegorical, but at the same time, there's enough grounded reality in it that it's kind of hard to just pass it off as that. So, it really is a world sort of like our own, but clearly different Right. in that you're right, that she has this relationship with not one car, but two, and she does get pregnant from it. Her pregnancy is extraordinarily accelerated, and it's just, you know, that that whole part of it is, I guess, this esoteric through line mm-hmm. that really echoes, as I was reading through some reviews really echoes the the director's previous um i guess you could say theme or milieu of unconditional love and what does that look like in various situations in that you know she's struggling with the fact that she's been knocked up by this car and it's interesting in that she's not so upset by the fact i guess it's a car it's just the fact that she's pregnant it's weird you know it's it's like it's almost as if this sort of thing can happen you know, all the way through to the end where there is a child born and her uh, surrogate or whatever father is uh, fully accepting of it. It's very strange. Yeah, it's so strange. Art. I yeah. mean, there's certain parts, like you said, the head trauma with the titanium plate where it gets the name um, certainly could explain erratic behavior, right. but the whole psychopathic behavior. the whole mysticism and fantasticalness of being able to have sex with a car and then you know have its baby what part of the car is she having sex with i'm gonna guess probably the stick shift okay but she was in the she was in the rear seat though oh so. i thought she was in the front seat oh, okay it appeared that it she was in the like rear seat. she was in the front seat uh let okay me, i'm gonna go ahead and scrub through just to verify <laughs> okay. she is in fact in the front seat she's holding okay. both seat belts around her wrists Okay. And okay. she is straddling whatever's in the center. Now, I am not familiar with this particular model of Cadillac. If we uh, had other <laughs> friend of the show, Chris, he is a car expert. He would be able to tell yeah. us in an instant, and he could tell us what exactly she is interacting with. It could be a parking brake. I don't know. Or it could okay. just be the, the armrest. Who knows? Yeah. So, what a freak, anyway. by the way. <laughs> let's just say, you know, we just don't know. The story... Mm-hmm. I'm going to go on a limb and say if you if you if you suspend your disbelief and you go with everything that happens then yes it did make 100% sense but it's in a very very weird alien world that's so it's pretty fun right weird. Let's just Absolutely. get to the fun part, shall we? Let's just get to the WTF. Okay. There's a lot so, of them, by the way. What's that? There's a lot of WTF. Uh, exactly. So might as well donate the lion's share of the time to that. So have at it, man. Mm-hmm. Give me give me a WTF that really resounded with you. Wow. Oh, man. The WTF is just, first of all, the way she she 
uh, kills these people, multiple people. Um, you know, it's described as a, a body horror genre, and a lot of there's a lot of mutilation when she's sucking the tits of the other hot girl uh, and literally pulling the the nipple ring. Uh, I screamed with with the girl getting her tits sucked. Um, of the, the WTF moment was the nose breaking. Obviously, she's <laughs> trying yeah. to appear as this Adrian character, um, and feels that breaking her nose would give the nose, yeah, the nose uh, similar to that of Adrian. Um, I guess when they're doing that progression of what he would age, if she felt that you know, the bigger nose, uh, that was fucking insane. Um, oh gosh, um. Seducing her father, her surrogate father, uh, a little later. Um, and it's crazy because she, Alexia, this is the first, I guess, character that she, that we see in the film that she doesn't try to kill and is actually, um, you know, has feelings for, you know, wants to keep this person safe. Obviously, when, when, when the, this Vincent um, surrogate father uh, supposedly had a heart attack. Um, and then, you know, uh, she thought she was dead, I'm, I'm assuming, but he ended up being okay, uh, was very, very concerned about his well-being. And this is a, a woman that has killed multiple, multiple people uh, in this film. Yeah. Well, you know, that's so when that's we get a into... WPL. Yeah. Well, that's when we look at the fact of, like, well, now, if you see it, the, the, the image of, you know, the father figure, he's actually a father who's caring and loving and attentive versus her own father, who was right. extremely dismissive and, you know, put her into the position that she is with the titanium plate. I, I want to backtrack right. real quick and say one character I forgot to mention was Jerome or called Jupy to his friends. He is the big naked guy who is just standing in the hallway. As soon as Alexia comes upstairs, chasing after the woman who locks herself <laughs> in the bathroom. Right. And, you know, she, he's just kind of like checking in saying, hey, what's what's going on? And then they, they right. share a hug and then she kills him. But it's oh, just the fact was, that I he's this big him, naked dude just kind of hanging there, completely <laughs> <Yeah>. innocent. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Okay. Back to the WTFs. Well, I mean, you know, let's uh, let's see. Let's uh, you know, the body horror. Let's just get into the body horror because yes, mm-hmm. that's one thing I had heard was I heard comparisons to Cronenberg's Crash, which is also another episode in the show. Right. But I didn't see as much of that as one would think. I th- could see bits of that here and there. I would say I'd see more of just Cronenberg. Period in body mutilation as well as body horror. But, you know, it's 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 not like he is the master of it, but he does not own the monopoly on it. But I would say that there are certainly Lynchian qualities to this, as well as I'd say almost uh, Wending Refn in here, the guy who did Drive and Only God Forgives and just the, the lighting and just the whole way scenes play out with interesting timing. So I love the visuals of it, but man, some of it gets really WTF-y with the uh, trying to abort the car baby with said previous hairpin. Right, um, right. And she really <laughs> makes a go of it for a while. I mean, she's sitting there trying it for, Stab it I would away, say, yeah. I don't know, like maybe a minute. Yeah, maybe that a minute and a half. half. No, about a minute. Yeah. 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 So that was interesting. <laughs> yeah it just keeps going and of course she she crushes some guy's face open with a chair that's always good 
Yeah. Yeah. It's it's good. And like you said, the whole pregnancy is its own through line WTF Anomaly, with her yeah. constantly leaking oil through every Yes, orifice. motor oil. Oh my goodness. <laughs> uh so yeah, the the other WTF moments, you don't know what this baby's uh gonna look like, but we do find out at the end. Um am I jumping ahead? Sorry. Uh that's all good. Hey, you know, we just go in any order. <laughs> Are we going in any order? Okay. It's fine, you know, the- hey, it, you, hopefully people will be confused enough where they feel compelled to have to watch it so but that was just i mean i mean the only i guess that the baby had a, a titanium plate uh much like alexia mm-hmm. uh, appeared to have some kind of metal spine yep um but um other than that i didn't see of any other similarities to that of a car so perhaps um the human side of that baby was a little more dominant than the the car side, uh, mechanical side, I guess, maybe, I I don't know. Um, But uh, yeah, yeah. That, that was like the one thing I was really looking forward to seeing was what would that baby look like? Yeah. Yeah. I honestly was, I was expecting like, (laughs) like an engine block or (laughs) by that point, I was fully expecting like a fucking hot wheels or whatever to drive out. I had no (laughs) idea what to expect. Right. Right. I know. Exactly. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, and this film could actually have a sequel too. You think about it. Cause it could, it could be Vincent raising this, this, uh, this, uh, hybrid metal human hybrid baby, you know? Yeah. <laughs> know. It, 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 you know, maybe that would be the buddy comedy version where it's right. like, uh, yeah, the, the father grandson sort of thing. Right. Yeah. So, uh, palm the or, you know, I, was it deserving a palm d'or? I mean, I, I've I know other films I've have gotten a palm d'or, but uh, I don't know. I don't know if it deserved the palm d'or, in my opinion. But I, I was very thoroughly in it. Well, you're an American, and the thing is, Americans don't know shit about movies, you know. So <laughs> <laughs> we always have to remember. Also, you know, it's uh, the French. They got their they got their own thing here. Yeah, they do. It's a French Belgian, I guess, production is what I'm reading. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, uh yeah i mean yeah and one thing about the french they they don't shy on the nudity so we, we well that's europe in general i mean europe in general any, any movie from europe and they really don't care about it because you know it's mm-hmm. not taboo it's not like freaky oh, oh it's so bad to see like unlike fucking puritanical united states but at the right. same time it's always shocking to see violence in in european movies because that they are a bit more cautious of while America, you know that's what we that's our bread and butter is how much shit can we blow up exactly can we cut off so right so i got got best of both worlds exactly this was a pretty intense movie in both ways so yeah and uh yeah i i I got agatha russell uh she definitely uh she definitely looked good you know um she definitely aroused uh oh big curve here you go (laughs) she looked great i gotta admit you know uh but yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was it was interesting to watch. One thing I will say is, a, a, I guess it's like a kind of a WTF, and this isn't because of any judgment. I want to just go ahead and put that out there. It's more of just confusion, because maybe this is a French thing or a European thing, but the right. firehouse parties confused me. That they, they, they grew in scale. So the very first firehouse party, it's, you know, all the firemen just kind of drinking and dancing. In right, right. And that's fine and dandy, whatever. It's all good. You're blowing off steam. That was, I could get it. It was like, you know, 
fucking Friday night, whatever. What really threw me for a loop was when they decided to have an all-out raid in the garage. Right. And half the dudes have, like, their shirts off. and Yeah, what the hell is going on there? It looked like they're a European rave. Yeah, it's it's a full-on rave. And then, you know, (laughs) what led to what I would say is the most visually cringy but also hilarious moment was moving to have Alexi, now Adrian, get on top of the fire engine and start dancing, and she essentially does her stripper routine. Seductively, which... Isn't she trying to hide her identity? I mean, that's the only dance she knows, though. And I think, uh, you know, that certainly confused everybody. Which yeah. Which was interesting. She's supposed to be convincingly a guy. You know, she tapes her breasts, she tapes her pregnant stomach, um, and tries to pass off as a son. But yet, all of a sudden, doesn't give a fuck and starts dancing very feminine, very, you know, provocatively. Um, so... Is she trying to hide who she is or not? You know. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I will say that it's it's what I will say because I I had to review and remember now that the party that the guys were having in there at least was like a decent amount of mosh mosh pit action of just ramming right. into each other. Uh, you know, it sort of started out looking like a bit of a rave, and then it turned into a bit of a cage match, <laughs> and then it went into <laughs> right. awkward land with, you know. Uh, fake Adrian dancing on top of a fire engine. Yeah, that was, that was uh, good times. So, yeah. and everybody got terribly confused. Yeah, let you know. I will also say the uh, the birthing sequence itself was pretty WTF. It was because right uh, that was where um, Adrian Alexia tried to seduce her father, and I'm already I'm just like Jesus Christ. Could this get any? wackier or wrong if you want something that was wrong yes i mean she obviously was going with being the son but yet goes ahead and tries to kiss her own father you know obviously not a real father but still it's like what does she really think of of vincent you know yeah it was a little strange (laughs) i mean because at that point you had come to see their relationship dynamic in a very certain way and that was just completely, it, it, you know, it, I don't know, it made you feel awkward just as the sequence should, you know? Very much so. But of course, um, Alexia revealed her real name. Obviously, uh, Vincent saw that she had breasts and then she's actually a woman. Um, so m- maybe she's like, okay, well, she, he, yeah, he already knows and he doesn't care. So let me just try to hook up with him. Yeah, exactly. And then, of course, we get into this whole thing where, you know, now she is flat out leaking oil. Her skin is ripping. There's, like, titanium plates that pop through mm. all the wounds. It that was, a, that was something that was very, very strange as I was trying to figure out, like, okay, you know, it's like... I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that this has to have something to do maybe representative of, you know, have, having, like, a hard interior or something... Yeah, finally being. Yeah, I, I, I feel like there has to be something there about it. Um, I'm just not quite sure what. <laughs> so, it's about as safe as having a baby uh, during the Game of Thrones uh, Westeros time period. Oh yeah, spoiler alert for those who have not watched that. <laughs> so hopefully by now you have. <laughs> it's been on HBO for a while, so it has been. Yeah. <laughs> 
but yeah, no, I was, I was, but I was still was sad despite her being um, a, a psychopathic serial killer. Uh, I was sad that Alexia did not survive childbirth or yeah, it's kinda, car birth. It, it's interesting. <laughs> yeah, car, car, car kid birth. It's kind of interesting, right? How she does these what should basically make the character very difficult to like, yet you feel bad for how it ends. Yeah. It's kind of interesting how that played out. Yeah, I agree with you because, yes, uh, usually someone that kills a bunch of innocent people, you're not really cheering for at the end of the film. Yeah. So. Well, so, I don't know. I guess it just is a testament to the efficacy of the film and its intentions. So... Yeah, uh, this is a it's a fun movie. It's a fun movie. Oh, uh, by the way, the other car she has sex with is a fire truck because hey, you know, went in a firehouse. Why not? Got to blow off some steam. I wonder if it holds true if you have sex with another vehicle. Um, it doesn't matter. It's it's already the first vehicle or the first vehicle that impregnates you that that uh, results in the, in the said car baby or or could could the fire truck have been added some kind of extra. I don't know. Some extra emphasis on on the car, maybe. That you know, is, we're know. we're dealing in a world where anything can happen, <laughs> right? So who, knows? who knows? Right, right. <laughs> so yeah. bizarre. So, so bizarre. As, so uh, subversive. As people may uh, ascertain, because again, this movie's French, uh, there really wasn't a lot that I could play, <laughs> clip wise. So <laughs> that's why there's been a an absence of them in this episode. But that doesn't mean that you should avoid it. I always recommend watching foreign films because you'll learn and see something that you probably wouldn't expect in most American movies. So, you know what? Take the time. Read the subtitles. You'll enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, just like um, the director of Parasite says, you know. That's right. Uh, he made a, um, I don't know the exact quote, but uh, basically alluding to if, if Americans, Americans could appreciate subtitles more, you know, um, I think the they would be exposed to a whole nother realm of, of films that they can enjoy. Exactly. There are so many good movies out there, and we like to think that we have the market cornered. And while a good amount of uh, renowned films do come from us, we are not the only filmmakers in the world. Right. <laughs> so, <you laughs> right. Know. That's yeah. true. Yeah. So there's that. Oh, man. Good times. So... Let's break it down then, man. How subversive was this piece in your mind? Wow, man. Because um, last time I was on your show was for assholes. I believe uh, I rated season, that was back in season one. And I believe I, I believe I rated that one pretty high, man. You gave that one an eight. I gave that one an eight. Okay, uh, this one gets a nine point five. This, <laughs> um, I, I yeah, I, and as far as how it could be come more more subversive to get a 10 um it would just have to fire on all cylinders pun intended um, throughout the entire film uh but uh uh i'm gonna give it a 9.5 all right i'll you know what i'll totally take that i'll take that nine man that that sounds about right to me it's it is fucking nuts (laughs) it's yeah it is fucking nuts and it is wonderful I uh, highly recommend it. This is one of those movies where you could get it in a whole lot of places. You can get it on Hulu. You can buy it yep. on Prime. You can yep. get the DVD or Blu-ray. It's 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 very new. It's easy to find. Right. So yeah, check out the Good Body Horror 
and uh, the wonderful sequence where Alexi just punches herself in the nose like four times trying <laughs> to break it. That was good times. Oh my god, yeah. It's it's a it's not for necessarily the squeamish folks. Again, it's not you know buckets of gore being thrown at you. But when the violence comes, they do it very very real and grounded. So it's it's a solid yeah, that, film. The the breaking of the nose in the sink, the first fan that gets poked with a hairpin in the ear, and um, Alexia sucking the the nipple piercing almost off the girl were the two crazy moments where I almost had to look away. Yeah, that was pretty uh, unpleasant to watch. It, yeah, it, even though it wasn't things. overtly violent, it still made you. It made me cringe. Say, oh my right. god, how far is this going? How far right. is this happening? Yeah, right. All three of those. Uh, those are the three top three. I would say those yeah. three things. Absolutely. Well, Soto, thank you, man. That was awesome and that was fun. And I was. So let's let's share what you got going on so that people can find you and what you do. Wow, that, that's that's. I feel so privileged. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> well, oh, we yeah. do we do this on your other podcast as well, so I guess uh, I guess we could throw that out. Um, BelowTheBeltShow.com, entertainment podcast. Um, you can find all our streaming platforms from our website, uh, from the listen link. Uh, of course, your favorite streaming platform, whether it's Apple, you know, podcasts, whether it's Google Podcasts, whether it's Amazon, Spotify. You can find it all there. Um, we just, uh, we just did our, uh, fall season premiere, uh, last week. We took some time off in August, which was very well deserved. Nice. Um, also, um, the 48 hour, 48 hour film project, uh, that I just did called Pinoy Noir, uh, was just, uh, selected at, among the best of, uh, and this Wednesday is our, um, award screening. Uh, uh, award show and screening of uh, of the film. So uh, hopefully we'll uh, we'll come up on top. I know that the winning film at the 48 hour film project goes to the national competition called Filmapalooza. And that winner, if you're the best in the world, gets to go to the Cannes Film Festival. So uh, pr- pretty cool festival. I'm happy to be a part of a great team on both Um both uh, the 48 hour film projects in DC and Baltimore. Barcada DMV. Ah, there you go. So there you go. You heard it, folks. Any uh, any of these things that I can put in the show notes, I will put in the show notes so you can find links and information. Yes. Rock and roll, man. It's been awesome chatting with you about this goofy fucking movie. Yes. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Good times. Go watch it. Learn how uh, objectophilia works. And, um, and you might never look at your car the same way again. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, there we go. That's it for this week. Thanks again for tuning in. And until next time, stay subversive. If you enjoyed the show, please tell a friend and leave us a rating and a review. Visit SubversiveCinemaPodcast.com for more information and to become a patron on our Patreon. Find out about bonus materials and patron-exclusive merch. Some sort of